الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وحده لا شريك له ولا نظير له ولا ند له ولا ضد له ولا مثل له ولا مثال له ونشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا وسندنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يستخفون من الناس ولا يستخفون من الله وقال تعالى ألم يعلم بأن الله يرى وقال تعالى استكبارا في الأرض ومكر السيء ولا يحيق المكر السيء إلا بأهله وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا تظهر الشماتة لأخيك فيرحمه الله ويبتليك أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله العظيم وبلغنا رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين My respected elders and brothers There are five days in the year when it is haram for a person to keep roza, for a person to fast. And those are the two days of Eid and three days after Eid al-Adha. And the reason for this, Allah wa ta'ala wants us that we partake of our qurbani animal. We eat ayyamu aklin wa shurbin, days of eating, drinking, feasting. Hadith Shaykh al-Hadith, Malana Muhammad Zakaria sahab rahmatullahi it was his practice that on these three days he would partake of the qurbani animal. In different forms, cooking it, brying it, whatever, whichever way a person is partaking of the qurbani animal, that this has come to us from Allah wa ta'ala as a gift. And a person partakes and a person consumes the meat of the qurbani animal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the qurbani of all those people who made qurbani. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the hajj of all the hujjaj. These are still days of barakah, these are days of blessings. The day of Juma itself is a great day, a day of so much of blessings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala include our names from the list of those people whose maghfirat is made, those people whose sins are forgiven. Hazrat Luqman alayhi salam was a wise person whose name Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran al-Kareem. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed an entire surah in the Quran al-Kareem called Surah Luqman. Hazrat Luqman alayhi salam was a slave and one day his master called him and he asked him that please go and slaughter an animal. Please go and slaughter an animal and bring to me from that animal the two best organs of that animal. Bring to me the two best organs of that animal. So Hazrat Luqman went, he slaughtered the animal and he came back with the heart and the tongue of that animal. So the master was surprised, mashallah, you brought the heart and the tongue. He says, okay, go and slaughter another animal. But this time, bring to me the two worst organs of this animal. 
So Luqman goes and he slaughters the animal, and this time he comes with his hands, in his hands, he comes with the heart and the tongue of the animal. So now the master is a bit surprised, he says, Luqman, when I asked you to slaughter the animal and bring to me the two best organs, you bring the heart and the tongue, and when I ask you to bring the worst organs, you bring the heart and the tongue. So he replied, my master, if man uses these organs correctly and properly, then these become the best organs in his body. But if a man misuses it, and he uses it incorrectly, then this becomes the worst organs in his body. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq, we bring our tongues and our hearts under control. We think before we speak, before we do. Every action of ours, every word of ours is monitored by Allah wa ta'ala. And a person is answerable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything that we say and for everything that we do. So Hazrat Luqman salam is bringing this beautiful lesson to us that, oh man, be careful, think before we speak, think before we do any actions. Generally, we'll hear this saying, every action has a reaction. Every action has a reaction. And depending on what a person do, what a person does, that action of his will bring about a certain kind of a reaction. No matter what he thinks, or no matter what he plans, or no matter how intelligent he is, but good will bring about good reactions. And evil will bring about evil reactions. If a person, no matter how intelligent he is, but if he plots and he plans, and he tries and he schemes, and he thinks, I'll work around all systems, above him is the system of Allah. And above him is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is watching everything. And no person can escape from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa there was a youngster whose name was Ta'ma. One day he went into a sahabi's house and he stole his bag of weapons. His bag of arms, he had a bag with some arms inside, he stole that bag. And he ran away with that bag. In the morning the sahabi realized my bag, my house was burgled and my bag was stolen. So he called his nephew Hazrat Qatada bin Nu'man radiallahu anhu and he mentioned to him that last night there was a burglary and my bag is stolen. Hazrat Qatada radiallahu anhu after doing his investigations, he came to realize that perhaps the thief must be this little Tawma. This boy, this youngster, it seems like from all his investigations, all fingers are pointing towards his direction. When Tu'ama found out about this, that there's some investigations being done, he sent his slave with this bag to a Jewish person's house. And he said, please go ask this old man if he can keep this bag of mine as amanat in his house. So this slave went with the bag, he left it as amanat in this Jewish person's house. The Jew left it, kept it in his house. And shortly after that, this whole story reached Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that the bag was stolen. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa now asked the Sahaba Kiram to conduct an investigation and after the Sahaba did an investigation, somehow they got to the house of this Jewish person, and when they searched his house, they found a bag in his house. Now this was brought up to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam called that Jew up, and when he gave his story, but because the thing was found in his possession, the command of Allah for a person who steals is his hand must be cut off. His hand must be cut off. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed the decree, that the hand of this Jew must be cut off because this bag was stolen and it was found in his possession. But this Jew was innocent. He never stole the bag. He didn't steal the bag. He didn't take the arms. It was this youngster who had taken the arms. In a short while, in a short while, before anything could happen, one ruku of the Quran Sharif was revealed in the fifth sipara, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exonerated this Jew and implicated this youngster. 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this ayat of the Qur'an al-Kareem, يَسْتَغْفُونَ مِنَ النَّاسِ وَلَا يَسْتَغْفُونَ مِنَ اللَّهِ You can hide from people, you can't hide from Allah. You can hide from people, you can't hide from Allah. And this youngster was implicated, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam immediately passed the decree that this Jew must be sent home, he asked him for an apology, and this youngster must be arrested. When the youngster heard about this, he ran away from Medina Munawwara. He became a murtad, he became a renegade, he left Islam, he went away to go live somewhere in Makkah Mukarramah, and whilst he was there in Makkah, he tried to steal from someone else's house, and while stealing the wall of their house collapsed on him, and he died in a state of kufr. So a person can plan and plot, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, remember above everyone is Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows every statement of ours, Allah knows every intention of ours. What we are planning, what we are plotting, what we are doing. In the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the kuffar of Makkah, they planned and they plotted how they were going to kill Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They planned how they were going to kill Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And they sat in a big mashwara. And amongst them, the Amir of this mashwara was Abu Jahl. And Abu Jahl and his cohorts, they planned out exactly how they're going to plot, and they're going to plan, and they're going to kill Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about this in the Qur'an al-Kareem. وَإِذْ يَمْكُرُوا بِكَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا لِيُثْبِتُوكَ أَوْ يَخْتُلُوكَ أَوْ يُخْرِجُوكَ And remember the time when these people all sat together, and they were planning and plotting, how they're going to either kill you, or going to throw you out of Makkah Mukarramah. And then after that, Allah ta'ala says, وَيَمْكُرُونَ وَيَمْكُرُوا اللَّهِ they plan and Allah plans. Wallahu khayrul makirin. And Allah is the best of planners. So they will plan and they will plot. But Allah is the best of planners. Eventually Allah Ta'ala made it such. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made a safe passage out of Makkah Mukarramah. And every one of those who were sitting in that mashwara with Abu Jahl, every one of them were killed in the battle of Badr. Every one of them were killed in the battle of Badr. So sometimes a person, he acts nasty, he acts bad, he acts evil, he acts rotten. He tries to be bad, but you remember that badness of yours must come back and bite you somewhere. In English there's a saying, what goes around comes around. What goes around comes around. If we try to be bad and evil and nasty, very soon that thing must come back and bite you somewhere. It must come back and bite you. That is why again, this lesson of Hazrat Luqman salam, put a monitor over your tongue and your heart. Be careful about every word you say. Be careful about every action you do because every action has a reaction. Every action has a reaction. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam speaks about this in many many ahadiths. And he explains to us, see if you do this good action, then you will get good coming out of it. You make shukar and you are appreciative to the favors of Allah. Allah says, the reaction of that action is I'll give you more. In another hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Birru abaakum. You be nice to your parents, be good to your parents, your children will be nice to you. Again, action and reaction, action and reaction. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa saying, be good, be good to your parents, be respectful to them, be kind to them, be nice to them. And if you want your children to be good to you, then you be good to your parents, you'll see your children will be good to you. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is teaching us this over and over in many, many ahadiths you'll find this explanation and this teachings of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One hadith Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, لا تزهرش شماتة لأخيك لا تزهرش شماتة لأخيك فيرحمه الله ويبتليك Don't ever ridicule or mock a person for some wrong that he has done. Don't ever ridicule or mock a person for some wrong that he has done. Allah will soon have mercy on that person and put you through that same wrong that he is doing. 
Don't ever mock a person for the wrong that he has done. Allah will have mercy on that person and will put you in that same wrong that he is doing. So again, how careful we have to be of our actions, of our deeds, of our words, what we say, what we do. Because many a times this thing comes back and bites us. Hadith Mufti Farooq Mirati Sahib, Rahmatullah Ali, who passed away in Mina a few years ago, he once mentioned to us that there was a fisherman who caught a nice beautiful fish for himself. And he brought, as he was walking with that fish and he's going home, there's a policeman who's watching him, he stops him, he asks him, where you got that fish? He says, I caught it in the ocean. He says, well, take that fish and put it in my van. So he says, but for what? I haven't broken any laws. It's not an undersized thing. It's not a, it's not a protected species. Well, what's the problem? He says, take it and put it in the van. Otherwise, I will whoop you. Now the fisherman is shocked. He's saying, I can't do this. This I've taken it. Either you buy it from me. I don't mind. But otherwise, I'll take it home and prepare it for my family tonight. That's when the policeman takes out his whoop and he whoops this person. Whoops him and he takes him by force, he puts it in. Hazrat Mala Hakim Akhtar Sahib Rahmatullahi used to say, Jo karta hai tum chupke se ehle jaha se, koi dekta hai tujhe asama se. Quietly you think you're doing something in this world, no one is watching you. Above in the sky, Allah is watching every move of yours. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there for the oppressed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there for the oppressed. This person with tears in his eyes, his heart is paining. His heart is paining. There are tears in his eyes. He takes that fish, he puts it into the van, and he goes home by his family. They are all in tears. That this man oppressed us today. In Urdu they say, Khuda ke yaha der hai ander nahi. Khuda ke yaha der hai ander nahi. By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah gives little respite. Allah gives little respite, but Allah will take revenge. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take revenge on behalf of that oppressor. If this person doesn't fix it up immediately, the revenge will come from Allah. Now this policeman, he's gone home, he's all in, excited, very, very happy with himself. He brings the fish home, he shows his wife. His wife says, okay, let's prepare the thing, I'll get the oil ready. I'll may fry some chips on the side, and we'll have nice fish and chips tonight for supper. But you can help me just clean up, just scale that thing, take out the fins, etc., and then I'll prepare it. So the policeman, while he's busy scaling that fish and cleaning it, the fin of the fish pokes him in his hand. And he feels severe pain, blood starts shooting out of his hand. He quickly takes a bandage, he wraps it up. It's throbbing pain, throbbing pain. The meal is prepared. He can't even enjoy the meal because of the pain in his hand. Entire night he can't sleep because of the pain in his hand. In the morning when he goes to the doctor, the doctor does some tests, they find out that there's some poison in his hand. The hand needs to be amputated. And this is the punishment of the sharia for the person who steals. The hand is amputated after a few days when he feels a bit relieved, he's at home. The pain is now going up. He's feeling more pain in the hand. Again he's gone to the doctor, again he's amputated. Until eventually above his elbow the hand is amputated. The hand is amputated above the elbow. That night he sees a dream and he hears a voice in the dream saying, Until when? Until when are you going to keep on cutting off your arm? Sort out your relationship with that fisherman. Sort out your affair with that fisherman. Immediately he realizes his mistake. He takes a huge sum of money. He goes and begs that fisherman for forgiveness. Gives him that money and the pain stops immediately. So in this world we have to sort our affairs out. Our affairs with Allah, our affairs with people. How we treat people, how we are with people. Whether we're good to people or whether we're nasty to people. We'll have to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because these actions of ours 
will eventually have negative reactions. As a Shaykh al-Hadith, one of Muhammad Zakaria sahab, he says, I taught in Mazairi Ulum, Saharanpur for about 50 years. And in the time that I taught in Mazairi, in, in the Darulum, in a madrasa for 50 years, there were many, many students in the madrasa who I came across, who used to complain that I'm sick, my back is paining, my knee is paining, my head is paining, I can't come to class. But he says, no head was paining. These are just lies or excuses to duck class. He says, every one of them, every one of them later on in their lives, I saw them suffering with the same ailments. I saw them suffering with the same ailments later on in their lives because of the lies that they spoke at the time. So this action and reaction, keeping a monitor on our tongues, Hazrat Khalid ibn al-Walid radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says that when Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu sent me to fight against Musaylamah al-Kazab, who was a liar, an imposter. So Musaylamah had a huge army, and it was a very severe war. And many Sahaba Kiram radiallahu anhu were martyred in that war. But eventually, Hazrat Khalid radiallahu anhu was a real army general, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him. He knew tactics of war very well. And in, in the end, he managed to mow down that army and come back as a, as a victor. When Hazrat Khalid was returning, Hazrat Abu Bakr mentioned to him that, sent a letter to him, that before you return home, there's one small qabila, one small village, Banu Hanifa or something like that. You take over that village and then you return home. So the Khalid says that it came out of my mouth at that time. What a small village like that will just mow them down in no time. In no time we'll just mow them down. And he says when we got there, we got attacked from the front, from the back, from the side, from the left, from the front, the right. We didn't know what's happening. I say I lost control of the entire army. Just now we fought this huge army of Musaylama. Here we can't get control of the small village. And he says after some time I started doing some soul searching. That where we went wrong, what happened? He says then I thought, I thought this words came out from my tongue. He says... We just mowed them down now, we just finished them off. We just fought one big army like Musaylama. He says, Are Khalid, you forgot that Allah gave you victory. He says, These words came out of my mouth. He says, Immediately I resorted to istighfar. I made tawbah, asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. And he says, Then we managed to regroup. We, we won the battle and then we returned home. He says, When I gave this Karguzari and this report back to Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, then he mentioned these words. As Khalid radiallahu anhu mentions these words. Most of the time, the calamities, difficulties, hardships we go through is on account of us, the misuse of the tongue. The misuse of, we just say things, we don't think and speak. A person just says this, says that, I did like this, I did like that. A person speaks and he forgets Allah. He forgets that Allah has done everything. Hazrat Sufyan Suri, rahmatullahi, was a very great muhaddis, very great muhaddis. He says, leave alone speaking. Leave alone speaking, even a thought, a bad thought about a Muslim. And he gives his own example. He says, one day I, walk, I walked into the masjid, and I saw one musalli in the corner, he was crying and making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was crying and making dua to Allah ta'ala. He's crying and making dua to Allah ta'ala. Sufyan Suri rahmatullah, he says, this thought just crossed my mind. This thought just crossed my mind. He's acting. He's acting. He's not really crying, he's acting. He's saying, just bad gumani, a bad thought about a Muslim. He just, he said, I never said this to anyone. I never mentioned it to anybody in a masjid. I never even said it to this musalli. It was just a bad thought that came in my mind. He says, for six months after that, I couldn't wake up for tahajjud. For six months after that, I couldn't wake up. 
action and reaction. Just a bad gumani, bad thought of a Muslim, but deprived of tahajjud for the next six months. My respected elders and brothers, it's so important for us that we be careful of what we do, what we speak. We are interacting with people all the time. In a masjid, we are interacting with the musallis. At our workplaces, we are interacting with people. It is our employers, employees. At home, we are with our wives, with our children, with our families, our neighbors, etc. Be careful of how we treat people. Be careful of how we interact with people. Because Allah Taala is watching every move of ours. And on the day of Qiyamah, we have to stand before Allah and answer for every deed of ours. And this is what this whole effort of Ramadan, this whole effort of Qurbani is for, is how we can bring this taqwa in our hearts. And this taqwa is what consciousness of Allah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching us. Unfortunately, sometimes it happens, a person, he doesn't care, he doesn't care, he thinks I can do anything, and I'll get away with everything. In, in English, there's one saying, he got away with murder. In this life, no one gets away with anything. If no one gets away with whatever we do, we will have to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the akhirat for sure, but many a times in this world also we'll have to pay for it. In Arabic, there's a nice saying, or it's a hadith, kama tadinu tudanu, how you will treat others, that's how Allah will treat you. That's how you will be treated. In Urdu they say, Jaisi karni, waisi barni. Jaisi karni, waisi barni. Nahi samajte hai to karke dek. Nahi mante hai to marke dek. How you treat others is how you will be treated. And if you don't believe this, then do it and you will see. Do it and you will see how you will be treated. So Allah Taala give us the tawfiq that, that we be careful about what we speak, what we do, how we interact with people, how we deal with people. Because on the day of Qiyamah, we all have to stand before Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala and answer for our deeds. May Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru dawana. Alhamdulillah.